everyone! Welcome to Young Adult Catholics, a podcast for young adult Catholics. My name is Janelle. I'm Cam. And I'm Daniel. And today we're going to be talking about the Solemnity of St. Joseph. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. So currently we're recording this on Solemnity, March 19th, 2021. Yes. We all gathered here today just to talk a little bit about what St. Joseph, um, his, what he means to us and what we have learned from following his example. Yeah, so to get started, as always, we're going to get started with prayer. So, all right, kids can Let's do begin. This. In the name of the Father and Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, Heavenly Father, just thank you for today. Thank you for blessing us with St. Joseph, uh, the foster father of our Lord. May you continue to um, just guide us, lead us to you, Lord, each and every day. Pray for the intercession of uh St. Joseph, help us to be that protector and provider and pastor in our own ways, in our own lives, to the people that we encounter each and every day. Uh, and just thank you, Lord, for his example of what it means to be a person of God, a man of God, or just a follower of you. And help us to just trust you each and every day in all that we do. And our Blessed Mother, uh, his most chaste spouse, uh, pray for us and intercede for us as we say, Hail Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the Father's Amen. Amen. So, so today, as Janelle mentioned, um, it's the solemnity of Saint Joseph, and so today we're going to be talking about Saint Joseph, even mentioning just why the year of Saint Joseph. Um, and also it's such a special day today because it's a Lent, it's a Lenten Friday and we get to feast. Um, we have an exemption to um, not have to eat, um, like we're able to eat meat today, mm-hmm. basically. We don't abstain or fast. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Exactly, the right words. Um, so yeah, it's a special day and to get it started, um, I wanna ask what, what are some personal experiences you guys have with St. Joseph or like, how is he special? Like if someone were to ask you, how is he special? Yeah, well, I'd say my relationship with St. Joseph started when, um, and I don't even know if I'm able to say this, but I work for a hospital called St. Joseph. <laughs> I won't say where, there's actually multiple in this country. Um, but uh, I first develop a relationship with him when I was a volunteer and this was back I think 2015 so I first volunteer at this hospital and praise God I now work at the hospital mm-hmm. that's in this country <laughs> and, um, and, uh, in the United States of America and I was so intrigued because every well March 19th it was St. Joseph's Day and so in the basement of this hospital they have um, all these different quotes and like these really cool graphics. You know, like it, I think this started back in the 80s or 70s. So like, you know, that retro look and it would say like St. Joseph, it would say beautiful quotes. And like one that really stood out to me was like St. Joseph said no words, but like spoke volumes. And <laughs> it's like it would say like St. Joseph's Day 2001, 2002. So um, that was my first experience because you know, I grew up learning about the Holy Family and whatnot, but St. Joseph was always like, just there, <laughs> just there. You know, you hear him in the Gospel of Matthew and Luke. I forgot what I'm marking, uh, I'm gone, but oh, maybe I must take that back just in case. But, um, <laughs> but just like reading that, it made me say, huh, St. Joseph 
is super important. One, I mean, this hospital is not just named after him for no reason, but to the fact that there's all these different messages that we can get and he has no written words down on him in the Bible. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, like written, like spoken words. I think that speaks a lot about who he is as a person. And so that's where my relationship oh, started. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Like just what you said right now about, um, he said no words, but he spoke volumes. I just think about like the way that he would easily just pick up and follow God's will when God would talk to him. Like when he was sleeping, you know, when he was sleeping and the angel came to him in a dream and like basically the angel said, like, I want you to be the father, like you are called to be the father of Jesus, the the child that Mary is going to bear and born. And what did he do? He, he knew already like how um, excluded she was being because like, she had no relations with a man, but she's pregnant. And what did he do? He prioritized her safety and they escaped, you know, and they escaped Nazareth for a time being. And they, um, yeah, they went to Bethlehem. I'm like, where was Jesus born again? <laughs> they went to Bethlehem, right? And um, with all the little that he could provide for them, at least like materially, and that's not a word, but like practically, um, he still provided for them. Um, if you think about it, like they were a family that was super poor, like poverty straight up. And I heard that, um, well, I actually read that um, if the three wise men didn't come to them and offered gold, frankincense, and myrrh, he wouldn't have had anything to provide for them when they fleed to Egypt. Mm. Yeah, and like to provide a home for them and like create like from the ground up. Um, so just he he spoke so many volumes um, in the sense through his actions, you know, and it's kind of like a reminder to us how like we're not called to just preach or like evangelize through words, but rather through our actions. And it's, it speaks volumes also when we do that. Yeah, I just think um, <clears throat> like the way, you know, if we were to find out that our, our wife or whatever significant other maybe like is pregnant nowadays, people would be like, are you cheating on me? Are you, I'm going to leave or I, you know, we want to have an abortion because that's not my baby or whatever. I don't know, something like that, you know. But Joseph was, he trusted God and like it's so obvious, so basic. But I try to put myself in that situation like, man, that must be tough. Like finding out, you know, the love of your life is somehow pregnant and you're freaking out. And then you got this angel talking to you. And you're like, okay, uh, I, okay, I, you give me an answer, but it's still hard to act now. But he, he acted upon it. And it paid dividends for him. And, you know, now he's with our Lord in heaven. Uh, he's with his family forever. And, like, uh, it just shows simple message of just trusting our Lord, trusting that God's plan uh, will pay dividends. It's going to make, it'll make sense eventually. Probably in that moment, it made no sense to him. Like, what the heck? Oh, like, yeah. Who is this? Uh, like, how how does this child come to be? Uh, but he took on that role. He um, and even the way he was going to go about it too, like I'll divorce her quietly. Like the way he was still really respectful to Mary throughout the whole process. Um, even obviously they never did divorce or whatever, but like, even if he did, he would have done it politely not to like make her look bad. Just the way he went as a like well-respected, well-mannered man is someone that all men should try to look up to and exemplify in our own lives as men. And, um, yeah, like, we never hear from him. And also, same thing for Mary. Barely hear from her. But yet, they're the two most important people other than Christ. 
in this whole world, like literally the parents of God. Uh, I don't know, just like the way how um, you don't have to say a lot to, you don't have to literally say a lot to say a lot. Uh, going back to speaking volumes, like it's just pretty powerful how um, just by the way they lived, by the way they loved, by the way they taught, by the way they pastored, that changed their family, which then changed the whole world and our family and the way we interact with everyone. Um, so their yes, his yes specifically for today, uh, changed the whole uh, outlook of salvation, which yeah. is crazy. And the whole out outlook of the church, you know, like again, like how the church begins in the home, like setting that mm -hmm. example as in like how that really is supposed to take place. Yeah. Um, and something also that um, came to my mind also is like not only did he sacrifice in that way for Mary, but also like we talk about Mary being ever virgin, but he was he was most chaste also. He yeah. was a virgin too, mm -hmm. you know. And especially since like he wasn't born without sin like Mary was. He mm -hmm. he he probably sinned sometime in his life. And as a man, especially nowadays, um, I mean I'm not a man, but like I just ha <laughs> I just know. Um, how difficult it is to remain chaste, how difficult it is to remain pure, how to not act on those sexual desires. And for him to be able to be that prudent, to be able to hold back and have that self-control and self-mastery. Also, it's just mind-blowing to me that um, I'm really, I'm always praying to him because like as someone who wants to remain chaste until marriage, um, like recently, like my boyfriend and I, we did the Novena to St. Joseph. And um, even though like it's a prayer, um, when you're reading through it and you're praying on it, you're learning something about St. Joseph every single day. And I just, I just feel and I know that his intercession is working mm -hmm. um, and that it's still taking place today, you know, even after the Novena. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, like it's, I'm just so like in awe by um, his virginity also. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to, okay, I got two points to touch on before I forget. One, <laughs> the priest this mass, uh, this morning at mass said, there's something you touch upon, but the fact that he trusted Mary and the fact that yep. he trusted God, yeah. he knew that, yes, that the Son of God through the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. you know, was made incarnate in the Virgin Mary. I think that's super important because we talk about Mother Mary's fiat all the time mm -hmm. and St. Joseph's yes. fiat. It's yes. just like clicked yes. in my head right now. Mm -hmm. And then two, going on what you were saying about ch chastity, um, we we say like uh, St. Joseph, her, like, in, I think Mother Mary's novena as well, or, or not, or her. I, think, I don't know if it's his litany or hers, but like her most chaste spouse. Yeah. And I think that shows the importance that it's really the man who protects the dignity of the woman. Yeah. It's really the man that does that. Um, and so that's what St. Joseph, like that's why I always like entrust my guy friends, especially if some are saying that like, they're struggling or whatnot, or I know they're in relationships. I always entrust them and I ask St. Joseph to pray for them yeah. because I think it's super important, especially in this time where pornography is just everywhere. Yeah. And you know, there's all these different things and oh, to be a man is to have many women and sleep <laughs> around. I think St. Joseph is that perfect example of saying, you know what, this is how you really protect your wife's soul. This is how you lead her to heaven mm -hmm. by being chaste. And it always falls on the, it falls on the man, really. Like we talked about, I think we talked about this before, Adam and Eve, right? 
Mm. Eve ate the apple, but if you read the Bible verse, she handed it to yeah. Adam, which means he was standing right there and he allowed <laughs> it to happen. Yeah. Um, so it just goes back to how St. Joseph really is someone that we can look for for that chastity and also for that trust and fiat. Yeah, yeah. it all goes back to like how men are called to be pastor protectors providers. Protector, protector. Like not only like protect, oh my gosh, like from someone who's maybe like, at gunpoint with him and like protecting his his partner or whatever but um like even for the man to just protect even like their emotional virtue mm -hmm. and their dignity you know i i feel like that always it always goes brushed over and it's so frustrating um because there are there are people out there who um like we're not we're not called to judge these individuals right who don't um who don't choose to remain chaste until marriage but when you look back at like going all the way back to their childhood even i guess this might be this social worker or the psychologist in me but like when you look back at their childhood um adverse experiences like so many of these women they they face not having those those perfect or like those good paternal figures those those good father figures you know and it all goes back to that like of course there's there are several factors you know throughout development but like if a woman if a daughter if if a girl just doesn't feel safe with a man and or like they don't see the example as like what it is to be taken care of by a man it it goes on generationally that's what that's why I see like daddy issues and it's true like I, I hate it but it's so true most of the people who have like a yeah who like have serious problems it's usually because it stems from like the relationship between seeing the father and the mother or lack thereof and then also with like his daughter yeah going back to not even just like daughters okay I was focusing on that but even for sons you know when you don't have a good like I'm not saying that all men who had bad father figures don't turn out to be great men because my dad is an example of that. You know, my dad is, I'm not going to go into it, but like my dad, he became the, a huge opposite of his father. And my dad is so gentle and loving and sensitive that he really set the standard for the man I want to marry one day, mm -hmm. you know, but for those men who don't have that example and don't later on learn how to be that kind of man, it makes it difficult for us women or even just difficult for the society, you know, to not have those strong men, those gentle men, those humble men who really see their call to be a pastor, protector, and provider. Yeah. I think uh, with like Joseph, he's like, for guys, uh, like I, we had the one day like men's retreat kind of thing at uh, St. Peter Chanel like a couple years ago. And that's like when I was really on fire. Not that I'm not on fire in my faith right now, but- uh, like, Thousand, you were super, super on I'm like super, I was lit, but uh, uh, <laughs> like, what's it called? Yeah, just like St. Joseph, man, like um, other than Christ, which is a perfect example of a man, like St. Joseph is a more realistic example because he's 100% man, not like Christ who's 100% man and God. He's a little more attainable of, uh, you know, someone to look up to, uh, and really be and I don't know, just like hearing you guys, just I just thinking like, he is the 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 head of the basic unit of life. Like he's the head of the family, mm -hmm. and from there, 
it stems everything and and i just think of like our father and like making sure our father helps us lead us not into temptation same thing with like adam he could have helped eve uh, you know help her resist getting into temptation lead her into temptation um i trying to remember what else but I, I just like with him uh he didn't have much but he made the most of it he trusted every time he needed to trust and, and he followed through he was there he was present um he was always there for Christ, uh, and, and that's how a father figure should be nowadays. And I, that's what society's so broken nowadays is you know either mother's not there or father's not there, and it, we need both. It can't be two men, can't be two women, mm-hmm. can't be just one man, it can't be just woman. Woman, it needs to be both, ideally, unless some you know some kind of way the the husband dies early, the uh, wife dies early, mm-hmm. some or some other natural cause, but. The strongest way to grow a family is the most standard, basic way. And society's trying to, you know, corrupt that. But the most basic and standard and true traditional way is between a man and woman, and each man and each woman individually falling in love with Christ, following loving Christ, following His uh, will, and then together. Uh, Fulton Sheen has a book. It takes three to get married. This holy, tr- their own trinity of Jesus leading that relationship of man woman and christ that trinity right there walking towards christ with christ to home to our our kingdom his kingdom to heaven and and then hopefully pastoring a family and then from there leading our children to home as well and hopefully their children lead their children to home but it all starts with the father figure and the mother supporting and being i really love it too because adam and eve weren't Adam wasn't in front of Eve, and he wasn't behind. He was to the side of her. They're equal. Man and woman mm-hmm. are equal. They have different roles that need to mm-hmm. they need to do. Uh, they're no greater than each other because God loves everyone the same. He can't love you any more or less. He loves you the same. Doesn't matter how much sin you are in. Uh, but yeah, just if we all do what we're supposed to do, which is called to to be holy, called to worship. Um, then we'll set this world on fire, as Catherine and Sienna says. And for, for any men, I, I know we have a lot of female viewers, but kind of what Kat was saying, you know, really uh, set the bar high for what you want in a man. And for guys listening, set your bar high for who you want to be as a man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, hopefully the same thing you want, you're looking for in a spouse. I think if we can set higher standards and be that higher standard ourselves, because one thing to want something great but you have to be great yourself. Not only wanting to 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 figure out like what kind of man that you want to be, but even being convicted in that, mm-hmm. being certain as to what you believe in, what your values are, because that also sets the tone then for what you desire for your spouse, for your partner to be convicted into. You know, because as as he said, like, we're not meant to be, like, ahead or behind or, like, running away, you know. <laughs> we're meant to be together running towards heaven at full force. And that's why a truly good and healthy and beautiful and virtuous relationship is one that has the same vision. The same vision as to what is the end goal. 
oh, the end goes heaven, let's go to that together. Mm -hmm. You know, and if there are speed bumps along the way, that's fine. That's where we help each other out. That's where we remind each other of our conviction of the men and women that we want to be and grow into and be able to hone, you know, to be able to just um, not be professionals, but to be able to master that, you know, to master the conviction up until our last breath. Yeah. So that's all that we have for this video today. <laughs> Thank you for listening and watching. But we are before you leave. Don't hang up yet. Don't don't pause yet. We are going <laughs> to be praying the litany of Saint Joseph. Um, I have a handy dandy, not notebook. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll put a link in the uh, description. Yeah, of the litany of Saint out. Joseph. And if you have it, or even if you don't, feel free to pray along with us. Um, so I'll go ahead and lead and then you guys can respond. Okay. Let's mark ourselves with God's love in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Christ hear us. Christ graciously hear us. God the Father of heaven, have mercy on us. God the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy on us. God the Holy Spirit, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, one God, have mercy on us. Holy Mary, pray for us. Saint Joseph, pray, pray for us. Noble offspring of David, pray, pray for us. Light of patriarchs, pray, pray for, for us. us. Spouse of the Mother of God, pray, pray for us. Chaste guardian of the Virgin, pray, pray for us. Foster father of the Son of God, pray, pray for us. Zealous defender of Christ, pray, pray for us. Head of the Holy Family, pray for us. Joseph Most Just, pray for us. Joseph Most Chaste, pray for us. Joseph Most Prudent, pray for us. Joseph Most Courageous, pray for us. Joseph Most Obedient, pray for us. Joseph Most Faithful, pray for us. Mirror of Patience, pray for us. Lover of Poverty, pray for us. Model of Workmen, pray for us. Glory of Domestic Life, pray for us. Guardian of virgins, pray, pray for us. Pillar of families, pray for us. Comfort of the afflicted, pray for us. Hope of the sick, pray for us. Patron of the dying, pray for us. Terror of demons, pray for us. Protector of the holy church, pray for us. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, spare us, O Lord. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, graciously hear us, O Lord. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. He has made him Lord of his household and Prince over all his possessions. Let us pray. O God, who in your loving providence chose blessed Joseph to be the spouse of your most holy mother, grant us the favor of having him for our intercessor in heaven, whom on earth we venerate as our protector. You who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. One, two, three. Yeah. Back out. <laughs>